and South African podcast. <laughs> I don't know how I did. Okay, cool. I think there, there's enough of the content there that we we can cut. We're doing it again. What happened? Right, okay. I'm concerned about your health. What happened to you? Nah, I just I started daydreaming, bro. No cap. <laughs> I was speaking for that long. You just spoke yeah. now. Yeah, I was like, oh, I ain't okay. <laughs> you are now listening to the Trim and Top podcast with Bagiti and Swisha. Yo, what's good, people? What's good? You are now listening to the Trim and Chop podcast, a series of conversations about life, love, you know, how to get that money, finance, and the journey of two young men trying to figure out this life thing. Because what the hell is happening, Swish? What, what's going on? Which one? We're trying to figure it out. <laughs> I go by the name of Bagiti, a.k.a. The Faithful Zulu Man. And I go by the name of Swesha, but my friends call me Swesh. And this is episode one of the Trim and Chop yes, podcast. Are you excited? Sir. I, I want to know what we're talking about, bro. I'm gassed. I'm gassed. Let me take you through it. Yes, you know? So we got some four or five topics today. Mm-hmm. Firstly, the origins. The origins of the trim and chop pot. How do we get here? You know, the evolution and yes, the sir. rebrand. Yes, you know? sir. Yes, sir. For those of you that know us, you're going to find out. You know, for those of you that don't, you're going to find out. Secondly, we're going to touch on the looting and the anarchy in South Africa, man. We got to grade the president, man. We got to find out if this man's doing his job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Thirdly, we got some relationship dynamics. Um, Jolo, my you know? boy. Um, <laughs> you know, we, I, I have, we, listen, I have a few things to say about that. Yeah, we're going to get in our bag. You know, sure. topics like, are men secure enough to date up? I'm sure you want to find out. I'm sure you want to find out. And lastly, we're going to touch on some new music. We're going to talk about our homeboy Drake, certified ghost boy. When's that album coming out? We've been waiting. At this point, man, on the 31st of never worry, bro. <laughs> At this point, the 31st of never worry. Bro. Hit him back on the 33rd. Uh, hey, come on, man. You know the vibes, man. But yeah, man, jumping in, bro. We're here, Swish. We've been talking about this for a while. Mm. Uh, we've had a few obstacles, you know. We had to get the funding. We had to get the financing secured to get the mics, get the stand, get the, yeah. get the, get the, get the. And we're finally here, bro. There was a point where you and I were beefing actually about this. Bro. Yo, we're about beefing, putting this bro. together. You know what I mean? Upper work was showing us flames. Mujolo yeah. showing us flames. Life Every, showing us flames. We're catching hands left, right, and center. We're boy. being part of. So the last <laughs> thing I wanted to do in that moment is sit across you and look at your face and argue about things that don't really matter, bro. But we're here. Mm. The Trim and Shop Podcast, episode one. Certified. Why did it take so long, bro? It w- took what long do you think was holding us back? The process, bro. The, the process. Oh, yeah. You know, excellence. Excellence requires Chee. some dedication. Chee. And we're going to give you that dedication. Yes, papa. We're going to give you that excellence. Yeah, boo. That's the only reason, King. Yeah, boo. <laughs> and on some fake deep shit, you know, you're never late. You're always on time. Ooh. Ooh, wee. But anyway, man, jumping into what's happening. What's happening, actually, bro? You know? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. We said we're going to have two fire topics. Uh, I mean, four, but we on number two right now. Episode one, this nigga's messing up. (laughs) Hey, man, you know, I got the nerves, I got the shakes, I got the shakes, you know. Maybe it's because we're talking about looting and anarchy, my boy. So I've got a question for you. Let's go, let's go, King. First question, first question, off the top of the dome. I I ain't even reading it off the screen. You know how freestyle like Jay-Z, let's go, let's go. (laughs) What is on your loot list? Your loot gift list. My my loot gift list, right? You want to know the stores or you want to know the actual items? Hey, the bro. way I'm so happy to just get into that store. Yeah? <laughs> if I can just get into that any of these stores, I'm good. Number one, I'm hitting up the iStore. 
Mm, mm, mm. iStore, iStore is home, bro. He's saying MacBook, he's saying iPhone. I need to get MacBook Pro, RAM, 500 gigs, everything, <laughs> everything, pop. I need everything, dog. Is, this, is I mean? this for you to put up on your black market or you just post it up to use this? I, I'm about to grab a grip of, of <laughs> MacBooks, man. One's for me, for the for the TNC podcast, of course. Because, you, oh. you know, when you podcast from an Acer, it isn't as sexy as when you're podcasting from a MacBook. Good looking out. I appreciate you considering me. You get what I'm saying? And considering us. What, excuse and me? considering our journey. Oh, that's for me. Shout man. out. I, 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 I'll get the MacBook just so I can go to Starbucks and open it up and have that Apple Illuminate and look like I'm doing something serious. Oh, you know that dignity. Saying? Bro, people go to the... I swear, they go to Starbucks just to sit with the MacBook open, bro. Oh, that's why you ain't never yeah. there, huh? <laughs> Listen, you, you, you got me. You got me? Yes. I'm a brokey. <laughs> but yeah, MacBook number one. Um, can you loot property? Ah, zero, bro. <laughs> I can't loot a property, bro. Unless you go to like, you know, a law firm and you start checking them title Checking deeds. the conveyance. <laughs> I was about to pull up to Pam Golding. I was about to pull up to Pam Golding with the squad and pull some title deeds. Man, they, they, ain't got, they ain't got that Pam Golding, man. The top of my head, um, I said, the, the iStore, I'm walking into Incredible Connection. I'm walking into any music store because we need as much for the part as possible. You know, I'm mm. trying to get them them 8K road mics. You know what I mean? Ooh. I want that 16 input uh, sound card. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? Um, I'm hitting up Sports Scene. I'm hitting up the oh, Nike for that drip, boy. You know I mean? I drip or the, drown. That new Manchester United jersey and just get some Jordans at the at the, at the, at the Nike store or whatever. Yeah, man. That's my that's my that's my gift list. What is your loot gift man, list? Man, this bro? literally sounds like the first time you've ever like made a Christmas list or something. I, swear, <laughs> I haven't gotten the Christmas you, you've gifts. You've been down bad for bro, a long time. I haven't gotten the Christmas <laughs> gifts since I was 13, bro. From anyone. I'm down horrendously, man. But what's your gift hectic, list? Hectic, hectic, hectic. Yo, what's my gift list, dude? Honestly, um, I gotta get me a new watch, man. You know, okay. you gotta you gotta get that ice on that wrist. You know what I'm saying? What piece do you want? Uh, well, hey, I don't want to like. Where would I even find an AP here in Zanzi, bro? I, what are you saying? Wait, wait, where do I go? Are you saying there's no APs in Zanzi? No, I just want to know. Because so I don't know. Saying to me, there's no APs in Zanzi. I'm Zanzibar. asking you for the store. We go to we go to Hazelwood and see McLaren's parked casually, and and and. And Lambo, what's the thing? Harukan, whatever. Oh, yeah. I actually do know exactly. where we can get that. There is a dude. And that is why you never get it. There's a dude that works on the top floor where we work. Exactly. Uh, that in our building yeah. at work, there's yeah. a guy who deals in timepieces. Exactly. That, that, that exotic, you know, that 800, that 800K timepiece. Right, we take, we, seen we're that. taking the lift and busting into his yeah, thing. Literally. We're looting our job. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think another thing that I'll probably like put on that looting list is... Mm. Oof, yeah, dude, I need some new drip, bro. Fam. You know, I need some new drip. People must see me and they must just be painful. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you must look at me and go, ooh. You know, <laughs> ooh. You, you, that pain, ooh. boy, that the pain. pain. The pain. Yeah, but I think that's that's about it, man. You yeah. know, like, I thank the good Lord that I'm privileged. You know, that I don't need too much. Boo. <laughs> Shut up. We don't want to hear from you. You're privileged. Moving on. Moving on from our looting gift list. Uh, some some serious things now, you know, that are super lighthearted. But there is a lot of anarchy going on. Uh, what's happening, bro? What's happening in our country? What's happening in South Africa? What's happening is South Africa and the way it's set up in terms of the socioeconomic situation is a ticking time bomb, bro. Like, you can't have a situation where the majority mm. of the country is poor, in debt, living a below-par life, having to compromise their dignity. Yeah. And we flaunt wealth in their face on social media, IG, Twitter. Bro. We, we make people stand in lines for 350 rand Bro. and say they must be grateful. And we expect things not to pop off. So my belief is, this is my belief, there are agents on the side of, you know, he shall not be named, who is now imprisoned, who set out to plant seeds of anarchy. So they're the ones who kicked it off. But 
it just unraveled itself because people see a store burning down. People yeah. have no food at home. I'm grabbing a loaf or two. Excuse yeah. me, you know? That's my understanding of it, bro. Do you think it's more about Zuma or it's more about the situation in our country? People are suffering. People Yo, have no food. Bagiti, I think it's everything, hey? Yeah. Like, there's just so much happening at the exact same time. You know, there's COVID. There's job unemployment. People have been hungry. People that had jobs no longer have jobs. Bro. And it gets to a point where, dude, like, if you just see somebody doing something, you get the inclination to maybe do the same. Because bro. why not? Yeah. Like, it's, you know, group mentality. I think yeah. there's nothing... I wouldn't, I wouldn't even begin to say that mm. these guys had preemptively manifested and decided that, nah, this is some predetermined looting. For a lot of the people that are doing it. The majority, least. no. Yeah. yeah, dude. Like, people are just, they're hungry, man. Bro, people, bro. They're hungry, bro. And it's so funny for me seeing the, the, the subtle racism pop up. and um, Subtle? The subtle classes. This guy said subtle, man. They're hunting people in Phoenix, bro. Listen, they're asking man. for proof of residence. That's on the ground. I won't even talk about that. But mm-hmm. online, seeing people say, I mean, if they're hungry, why are they stealing TVs? And I'm like, bro, no one wants to steal. Yeah. Never mind you as a mm. father, you yeah. as someone's role model. You're out there busting open the Toyota Camry, trying to fit in the. Oh, you 80, saw that? You saw that video. But where are going? Shogun Zenja. He said no. He said Wasabalaza. He said smile. He said no man. But the wild thing is the backseat. I'm seeing cases of oros and, and rice. I said, brother, I hear you. You know yeah. what I'm saying, bro? But no one wants to steal. Like, how far have we pressed down the the less favored, the disadvantaged in our country? where they have to now resort to that. Yeah. When some fuck my dignity, I got to eat. We need to stop, bro. Dignity is a very sexy thing. It's mm. almost like a luxury when you're starving. You get what I'm saying? So I say all these people who are judging from their timelines and from their nice apartments, you know what I mean? Come on, bro. Fall yeah. Back. It's unsustainable, but on like a, you know, more economical perspective, just to give you some insights, bro, because I've been learning a bit, you know, in the last five days, we have lost 20 billion of our GDP, Right. And South Africa sits at around like you know four thousand nine hundred billion. That's that's their GDP, right? Damn, son. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to fact check those. Where'd nah, you get those come, stats? Come bro? through, boy. Nah, this, but where'd you I'm, get those stats? So prepared um, speech for something. Nah, nah, nah. I've been. Uh, I, I do my you know uh, my uh, postgrad. Uh, in, oh, in, you know engineering and By the way, technology you, management. You're educated. You know, now, how many degrees do you have now? Hey, man. Let's not even get into that. I'm trying to give you some facts here. I'm sorry, Kim. Listen, I'm trying listen to, promote to me. You, you know, mm. I was doing a technoeconomic analysis Jesus. on this boy, right? And look. Bro, like I even had to look at a time scale from 2020 until 2024 yeah. to see if the revenue required or the growth rate in our economy would be able to sustain what is going on. Mm. You know what I'm saying, bro? Mm. And like, look, the the revenue of our country is typically 27.7 percent of the GDP. Yeah, and if we keep draining that GDP, our revenue is is gonna deplete, bro. Because look, if there's no jobs, if there's no place for people to work at um how can that money circulate but at the same time like i don't want to invalidate the hunger of people Mm. but we can all acknowledge times where we acted irrationally yes because of our situations me and you me and you both bro circumstances we've acted irrationally under much much insignificant Mm. circumstances so that's what i'm saying my thing is there are truths on all sides as it is in life you know two things can be true at the same time never mind in a country Many factors play a role. So the problem is everyone's trying to have their voice heard the loudest. And that's Talking no about voices, right? What's up? Let's touch on this, bro. Like, what is the role of influences in speaking out against the societal problems in our country? So my my view of influences is, is, is quite interesting. I think 
just like with every role in life, it's nice to cling on to the most esteemed parts of your position in life. Ooh. But when it comes now actually using your platform, whatever it is, to speak on pressing issues that will that are now affecting you. Because poverty, hunger, um, people living in squalor has been a thing in SA historically. Yeah. But it wasn't Globally. it wasn't as in our faces uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. Or a month ago. So I, I think influences, and this is me speaking on someone else using their platform, they can tell me to fuck off. That's 100% fine. But mm. do you blame people for looking to you, the influencer, to speak on a societal problem when we look to you to find out what sneakers to wear? When we look to you to hear what restaurant is popping? Where does your role stop as an influencer? We need influencers to speak on these things. Yeah, so just to touch on that, right? Like, I think the way you put that is very... Very nicely packaged, right? Mm. But I also have to accept that these guys don't speak for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't appoint this guy as my influencer. For sure. You know, for me to be able to agree or disagree with his opinion. Yeah. Right? Like, he, dude, there are people <laughs> out there that are saying the wildest things. Yes, and it's sir. entertainment. Yeah. But we don't necessarily, like, conform to those standards. Bro. And mm-hmm. let's, let's even be honest, bro. Like, the reason why they influence is because they're so far removed from society itself. Exactly. You know, like, yeah. they're like, oh, they're they're in this realm of, of influence. And maybe that's why we can look to them as an example. Because who who wants to hear anything from the dude that's doing the same as them? Or if, if not worse, bro. Like, and I think and that's, that's the, the problem. problem that's the problem, bro. That's the issue. Why aren't bro? you listening to the homie next to you? Exactly. So how can we even now just focus on, um, you know, just what influencers have to say if we're not even listening to the people next to us? So a large part of their role and their responsibility is to accept that they are being listened to. You know, that does come with some level of responsibility, bro. Like, what do you mean by that? So I think with what's going on with how Duduzani and his sister have been speaking as well as like, you know, Julius Malema. Yeah. Like the chats, boy. Yeah. They're saying, hey, I remember Julius said, why are they deploying soldiers? We must be on the ground. But he's not there. Again, he's not there. Yeah. I remember Duduzani saying, if you're looting and whatnot, do so carefully. How does he speak? You know, like, uh, yeah, 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 guys, listen, you know. Uh, that's um, how I sounded. <laughs> my father is in um, um, prison. And, mm. um, yeah, yeah. So if you do have a position where your words carry the weight to impact somebody else's life, yeah, just be mindful of that. I'm not saying like go and script everything now. Do like 100. Uh, at the end of the day, we followed you because of your lifestyle. You know, you were doing Literally, you. Man. How you look, what you, you have. know. And now the difference is like in the same way you don't share your demons. Yeah. You can also curate the information that you're sharing too. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My thing is, like, just speaking from my perspective, mm-hmm. like I said, I don't expect anyone, I'm not forcing anyone to speak out on their platform. I'm not saying it's their responsibility, but I'm just saying it's hard for me to look at you the same when you speak about anything else where you can't speak on pressing issues. Like, I'm asking myself, what is happening in your head while this is happening? You know what I mean? Like, I just think people who don't, I'm not saying express your views all the time. But, bro, say something. With a platform like that, say something because you could influence the politicians. So my question is now then is, what if they say the wrong thing? What if they end up being on the other side of, uh, you know, maybe you're ideal mm, yeah. and now they are continuing to incite violence. And now because of what they've said, more and more people, maybe they will, they go and loot bands yeah. because yeah, yeah, someone's yeah. like, ah, guys, we wait. Bro, people tried to put Michali in a loud pack and smoke Ooh. that Michali pack bro, over a joke. But people must stop hating on Michali. <laughs> Leave that, that loud pack, boy. But yeah. yeah, dude, like moving along um, from yeah, this topic, saying, yeah. um, 
let's grade our president, bro. What what grade are we giving President Ramaphosa and the government and the overall performance, dude? Like, look, the last eighteen months has been a mazabwere. It has been a mess of of a lot of things. And honestly, I think some to some degree, a lot of the stuff is out of his control. But what grade are you giving him in terms of reacting? Because look, life in general, there's so much out of our control. But we got to keep it moving. We got to keep it fresh. And this is the brood. This is the the dawn that we're saying, lead us. Cyril, Cyril and his government, the thing is, first of all, with all due respect to our president, you know, the, the highest office in the land, he's doing his thing. All due respect, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah you have to start with love. Yeah. But personally, <laughs> if he was in my class, he's repeating next year, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's he's coming back for for grade twelve next year. Is, is that is that a is that a below thirty three percent? That nigga's getting a higher certificate, bro. He's not getting the NSC there by me, bro. He's getting, and we could go into a different bag about that, bro. You know what I'm saying? But it's just I just think our entire political climate that 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 environment is so rocked, bro. It's a mess. Yeah. It needs to be cleaned from top to bottom. So, a cousin of mine was saying. If he was Cyril, he'd go to Parliament and say, guys, let's be honest. This is not fair, bruh. I, why am I dealing with all this? This is not fair, man. I need a do-over. And I, I hear that, bruh. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. But regardless, Seven I gotta times. give my guy 26%, bruh. That's his average, fam. Yeah, if I had to give him a rating, if I have to be honest with you, now, like, I think in times like this, bro, your character has to come through. He can't be speaking to us like everything is fine. He can't be chopping like... Uh, you know, we're not experiencing what we're experiencing. Yeah, yeah Character yeah, yeah. above everything. Even even somebody that's, like, losing a war. I've watched so many of these, like, old movies, like Troy and stuff like that. Yes. My man's a Even when he was passing away, yeah. that nigga was still a champion. For sure. You know, because he was like, fine, we can see what's going on. Sure. We can see what's happening. But you can see my blood on the leaves, boy. But you can see my blood on the leaves, boy. Again, there's no character in politics, though. So maybe we're expecting the wrong values from the wrong field. I, I disagree with that because we came from a characterized political space having characters like Nelson Mandela, you know, Martin Luther King. Those are those are people that had character. I'm not I'm not necessarily talking about, you mm. know, whether we agree with them or yeah. not. Yeah. You know, it's it's that like ability to yo, I, I don't even know. That's what character is, bro. It's individual, it's bespoke. So I'd give him like, yo, maybe Maybe a 63, bro, because well, mm. at some stage... A pause. Yeah, at Hitting. some stage, right? Um, I think there was, like, a huge turnaround in terms of the Ford development. That's something I can say I give him dabs for because, look, 8,000 jobs are created. Um, by the end of this project, um, Africa's first automotive city, a lot more jobs would be created. And without him being in the position he was in, to attract some of this finance, uh, as well as other countries he's been to. I don't know if you saw that video where he was with, like, you know, the Prince of England. Yeah, and I saw that. I saw President that. Macron yeah, 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 and yeah. all those guys. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, our previous, our previous presidents may have not been in a position to be in that space to attract that kind of investment. So he is the most qualified for the job, but he came in a season that was doomsday, boy. Like, wh- what are you going to do if the terminates on your back? I don't think, yeah, yeah. Respectfully, uh, listen, I'm going to have to audit your mark that you gave him, bro. I just think <laughs> when, when we say he's the most qualified, what do we mean? Like, if if we had to look at, like, paper value of what a president could be even before the job is done, 
remember when he was coming in, a lot of people were excited that Mzansi was going to evolve. I don't know why we were excited. This man was deputy president. I don't know why we were excited. That's what I mean by like qualified, but like he had the business backing, he had success behind him. Yeah. He, you know, he had a lot of respect around him. He also had like, you know, his, his freedom fighting struggles. Yeah. It just, it, it just ticked the boxes in terms of like, yo, we've been through the mud. Maybe this is some sand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear you. But you know what I'm saying? I don't know why we were excited. Yeah. He's been in the body of politics in the ANC since it began, since we came into power. Yeah. He's been eating For since. Sure. So yeah. I don't know why in our heads we thought, you know what, man? Maybe he'll just stop eating now and do what's right. Like, think about it. Why did we think that? But, bro, politics is a whole different bag, bro. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to speak on those stands. What I do want to speak about, though, mm-hmm. is something which is um, pertinent to us all, bro. You know what I mean? And I need your advice on Come with stuff. the heat, boy. Come with the heat. Um, Jolo, bro. Mm. Why does something so simple become so complicated, bro? You know what I mean? Like, have you ever been in love, Swish? Yes. Plenty mm. of times. Do you remember who she was? Or he, you know, we support all communities. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yo, I don't, I'm not going to put them on blast now because maybe they <laughs> no, didn't no, know no. that I was in love with them. <laughs> no names, no names. <laughs> you know, I love yeah. them from a distance. Yeah, yeah, like, please, like come on, see me. See me, girl. <laughs> see me, girl. I'll yeah. be crying at night thinking about you. This <laughs> <laughs> brother's stupid. But yeah, for real, man. Like, remember the feeling that you have when you see someone who you like? Yeah, or when yeah. you first start talking to somebody. That infatuation. That infatuation, that excitement, mm. that hee-hee-ha-ha. Yeah, those, yeah. Those late-night calls where your legs are touching your headboard. You know what I mean? That Boy, one's there, bro. When you, you get the microwave on your chest. You get you know? me. <laughs> when you're walking on the, on, this, on the roof, bro. You're on the roof for no reason, bro. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I feel like I love that feeling so much. But as you get into a relationship, things get complicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so many external factors which are now internalized and now affect how you guys move around each other, right? So I found out about a new concept, right? A friend of mine, Tando Mpembe, shout out to her, she's an amazing writer. Shout out Tando. Shout out DZ. you know what I mean? She told me about or introduced the concept to me and it's called hypergamy, right? Yeah, yeah. And this came up because we were talking about the dynamics hypergamy. in hy- hypergamy. Yeah, you know I, I, mean? I had to Google that, and I, so I read the I read the definition, and yeah. I forgot it already. It's <laughs> okay, King. I, I got you right here, right? But let me tell you how it came up. So how it happened is we were talking about how the conventional dynamics in relationships is that a man is the provider, mm. and a man must be able to provide more than his woman, yeah. so as to take care of his woman, so as to give his woman options. You know what I'm saying? To be to be to be the best in her role in her role in the family dynamic. Yes, sir. Right? Yeah. So, hypergamy, right, in concept, um, it's a concept that states that woman, a woman is typically, oh, fuck's sake, I got the wrong definition. Oh, so, boo! We'll edit that. <laughs> <laughs> so, hypergamy by definition is the action of marrying or forming a sexual relationship with a person of a superior sociological or educational background. In this case, um, it's basically choosing a partner. So when niggas are reaching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so th- this concept speaks on how in conventional relationships, women will always look for someone who is of a higher level status or a higher resource capability or capacity than them. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? And that speaks to women's need to be with, it's, it's an instinct to be with the best provider. Quick one, quick one, right? Sure. Is it specifically women going for men or men going for women or does it encompass both? Here's the wild thing. Yeah, it, yeah. it all plays together. So men also have this need 
to draw their manhood or their sense of manhood from being a provider. Sure. You get what I mean? So the hypergamy that women have embedded in them perfectly meets the need for men to be providers and therefore it marries perfectly. So it comes from both sides, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. But if you are, if you check any social media, if you speak to some of your female friends, you'll hear them say, I need a man who gets three times what I get. You know what I'm must. You know what mm, I mean? Yeah, and sure. must. Mm. And a red flag. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And all that stems from hypergamy. Unfortunately, now, right, here's a problem. And I don't know if it's a problem. It's more of a, a new factor. We live in a society where now there's more opportunity for, for women, which means we have That's women... Cap- are you saying there's less opportunity now than there was 50 years ago for women? Okay, when you said we live in a society where there's more opportunity for women, that statement alone just sounded like you saying women you saying women have, have more, more than opportunities men, than but I'd never, okay, everybody. Let me let me clarify that. Come All on, right. bro. Come on. That's actually cool, yeah, B. You know. Thank you, King. Easy. So obviously, you could very easily be with someone who earns more than you. Yeah, as yeah, a man. Yeah. Now, since men historically have drawn their manhood or sense of manhood from being the provider, and for lack of a better way of putting it, holding that as their main stock in the relationship, where will men draw their manhood from or their sense of purpose from in relationships where they are the house husband now, <laughs> where they are getting petrol allowance, where they, when the bill comes, are folding their arms or pulling out their phone? Oof. You know, you said so much that I don't even know what the question is, Brad. What I'm asking <laughs> you is if your girl's earning three times more than you. Yeah, sure. How does that affect how you move as a man in your relationship? Do you draw your manhood from being the provider or are you a man in yourself as a man? Yeah. So that's just strictly financial right now, right? Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Oof, bro. You the thing is, it's, it's, it's financial, but financial bleeds into many things. Yeah, because like, look, there's also stages in our lives, bro. Yeah. Like, you know, where you're on the come up. There have been many a times where somebody's an entrepreneur and his partner could just be working a normal job yeah and simply because he's an entrepreneur he's in debt mm. you know what i mean that's a norm for entrepreneurs too. yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah. and yeah. then there's that break-even point mm. where they make it and then boom he he surpasses wherever anybody's expectations yeah. are and yeah. at the end of the marriage she wants half yeah <laughs> shout out to because she built him you know what <laughs> i mean yeah shout out to no and the thing is i yeah. hear that chat as well because mm. she contributed yeah 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 but half. Yeah. Come on, me? We ain't doing that. You man. know, Jeff Bezos's uh, ex-wife became the fourth richest woman of that divorce. Yeah, you know I mean, fourth richest woman and, in the and, and, world. And that's not to disregard her and make it seem like she just got a settlement. But hold on, hold on, hold on. We digressing. You asked me. A yeah, I asked question. you. Are you, you secure to enough to date up? Yeah. So I have thought about this, right? Yeah. And I think about when it comes to me and my personal insecurities when mm-hmm. it comes to dating. I either think um not good enough or yeah. I'm too good. Okay. Right. There's no middle ground. There's always like extremes. And I also find myself like when it comes to, let's say, the doctors, because doctors earn a lot more coming straight out of varsity than yeah. like normal. They study a lot yeah. longer, but when they get the bag, they get the bag. Yeah, from the jump, boy, they got private bankers. You know what I'm saying? Gee. From jump, boy, right? And I think in, in what I've noticed growing up as well, like mm-hmm. uh, even before like the career or, or like, you know, you, we, we grew up, there were girls that were just from wealthier families than me, yeah, you know? Yeah. And they could afford to do more mm. uh, just by 
being a virtue in a one bedroom. You know, circumstance. like, oh yeah, let's go to our house in Artis, and you pull up. It's a you ten said, bedroom crib with an elevator, you said, and you're like, man, this is not the main house. <laughs> this the guest house. Yeah, you know, you yeah. get me, you get me, you <laughs> yeah. get me. So, yeah. um, just navigating that space, like I, I haven't really drawn my manhood mm. from my 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 financial status as such. I think I've always just focused on my character, okay. but I am highly impacted if that is brought to light as a factor, mm. you know, and that's what's starting to happen more and more in our social dynamics where yeah. people want to brandish their, their wealth. Yeah. If you're not brandishing your wealth, you ain't doing nothing. Nigga, yeah. You know, and the, the, the irony is that, bro, like there are girls that could be earning more than me that I would struggle to date because of that, mm. even though my net worth is higher than them. 100%. You know, like yeah. my monthly salary could be lower, but my net worth is much higher. And I'll be like, yo, I can't, I can't be with this person because maybe her spending habits or, you know, what do they call it? Like earnings inflation or lifestyle inflation. Lifestyle inflation. You know, like yeah. I'm not able to meet that lifestyle inflation. Hmm. So typically. But why do you have to meet it as well? That's, that's tricky. That's, that's the thing. I yeah. don't. As I, a man. I, I just don't. I just don't you, go there. As a, but the thing is, as a man, you don't have, listen, that case is an extreme one. Sure. Because she, her, her, her spending is far above what you're comfortable with. But mm. there's also a girl who's maybe 1% above what you're comfortable with. And you can give them to that 1%. But as a man, why do you always have to sort of account for that? You know what I mean? You have to... It's like you said it so, so, so naturally. Yeah. You know? I don't know if... I, basically, you're saying, I, don't, I can't afford that. That's what you're saying, basically. Yeah, bro. Plain you know and simple, I mean? And bro. there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But why do, as men, we feel like inherently we have to afford something? Because, dude, like, look, she was just sleeping there and you woke her up from her dreams and you came into her life and you said, hey, I want to be yeah. a part of your life. <laughs> I want you to fall hey, into my plan. If yeah. I'm the man, I'm the man with the plan. And if I'm inviting somebody into my plan and there's some um, circumstances around it, I either accept it or I don't. Yeah. You know, so, like, look, bro, like, if... If you ain't got it, my nigga, and and let yeah. them be, and it's, that, it's just that simple. You know, like just that let simple. them be. Like I've I've been single for quite some time because yeah. I find myself with surrounded by a lot of successful women, bro. Mm. You know, hectic success. I think a lot of girls our age are more successful than the guys our age. Facts, boy. But it's because also women are just women are just are just insane, bro. Drive They're just amazing, bro. Uh, yo, it it it's crazy, dude. Like I, I literally, dude. A lot of the girls yeah. our age are more successful than the guys they our are. age. And you know, we we start hearing that that conversation about how guys go for younger girls because the girls they age think they bums. So here we go, here we go. <laughs> and especially you can you can speak on this. Oh wait, when we were back in varsity, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There were men who wrapped up their degree and now three years into working. Sure. But every old week they are there front row at the rag farm for tax rag party. Tell me why. Why would niggas dip back into the varsity pool when they're three years, four years into the workplace? It's because that's where they get the love, man. Yeah. They expect it's because they know they buy a little Big Mac, they're the hero. A little Big Mac. Little My one. man said Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> a little ice cream, they're the hero. Yo, if you think he goes to McDonald's now, ah, boy, you done, you dust him. So, so what if? So what if by that system, men are sort of conditioning women to fall into hypergamy? That's the thing, bro. Like that's mm. that's what we. We come from a patriarchal system, bro. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not mad at a girl for having standards because I, too, am allowed to have standards. The issue comes in when guys are mad at girls that have standards that they don't see as girls that meet theirs. But you on the other I mean? hand, like, the issue is women be mad at guys for their standards. It's cool to say, and I'm speaking objectively, we speak on mm-hmm. both sides. It's cool to say, I could never be with a broke nigga. We all laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's funny. And it's funny, Verdip, bro. How yeah. If they laugh at you for being broke, it's funny. Yeah. But should you dare say, I could never be with a insert girl. Oh. <laughs> They're smoking the loud pack. Man, man you even avoided the loud. the loud pack by saying insert. I can, no, no. I could never this say it myself. Willing to put it. <laughs> <laughs> this man called his insurance and they said, ah, we, we ain't covering I, for I fire damage. I had to call boy. my lawyer. I had to say, so can I say this? No? Okay, cool, bro. Nah, nah, boy. But you get what I'm saying, though. <laughs> yeah. Is that the time we're living in? No, look, dude, another thing that you also have to understand is guys are lone rangers. You know, when you go through things, you hibernate to your cave. Mm. When you want to accomplish something, you do it by yourself or you compete against other guys to be better than them. Yeah. Whereas women focus on teamwork and effort and joint ventures and things like that. Like, mm. look, bro, if, if, if a guy is being dissed for being short by a hun, you know, they're not going to be like seven other guys saying, nah, you can't say that about this guy. He's a short guy, but he's cool. We like this. He's our homeboy to convince the girl to now be with him because he's a short brood. You get me? Whereas if you had to um, insert, you know, there'd be support around that saying, look, you're not talking to one person. You're talking to all of us. Yeah. And we are carrying this weight on our shoulders and we do not accept it. So it's the same thing as like, if you stand for something, speak up about it. Yeah. And if you say you stand for something and you stay idle, you basically not being a good guy to your team. You know what I mean? So yeah, dude, I think it's it's not it's not that complex. But I'm at, I'm know? at the point where I think the world just doesn't sort of care for men's emotions. Actually, I don't. Men think don't care for men's emotions. But we've been conditioned. Do you care for? You, the, the, do you even care for my emotions, brother? Bro? I gave you a kiss on the cheek <laughs> last night. What are you talking about, man? man I, I gave you a hug and a Spanish kiss on the forehead. All, all men do is lie. <laughs> Listen to this guy. Why are you pandering to women? You, Ima- why are you pandering to imagine women? Imagine you telling me that kissing me on the cheek is going to help me with my emotions. That's, that's I want to know who, who are you trying to impress, bro? <laughs> Who's listening to the part who you're trying to impress, bro? Uh, but I'm the real though, fam. Like, hmm. I think it's very tricky. And because both sides are screaming out their points, we don't want to hear each other and meet in the middle. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but yeah, man, in essence, if I were to ask myself, am I secure enough to date up? I think I am. Because I think I'm secure in in what I bring, in who I am as in Doida. But again, sometimes it's not about you. It's about who you're dating and what they place value in. You know? Because you could be with mm. someone who earns more than you, is worth more than you. But if they recognize you for your character and you as in Doida, minus the money or minus your current financial circumstances be it if you're up or down you'll be good because you'll be getting affirmation but if you're with someone who is probably our age and ranks that highly then you're fucked yeah so to to answer that uh are men secure enough to date up i think a lot of men aren't they aren't bro. and for me specifically right uh i think compatibility is what i focus on yes. first and foremost right if i can be compatible I would be secure to date up. Exactly. If that compatibility is not there, I will not be secure to date up. Yeah, because you I, know I will, that it's deeper than the money. Boy, I'll feel it when what? I see her drop a picture of a Bentley. My boy. And I'll and feel hey, it. I'll feel that it. That red boy. seat belt video. <laughs> hey, you'll be injured, Papa. You know what I mean? Man, you're rocking on your chair. You know? <laughs> She's like, that's my uncle. Yeah. Mm, I don't no, know about no uncle. That's man, my big brother. For two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, in essence, man, listen, guys, date whoever you want, be whatever you want. Um, especially I think I speak for both of us when I say women should listen man get your back bro do yeah. what you need to do to be happy and meet your needs um, but just food for thought be your own person real talk and yeah. I, and, and we say that well I say that you know to now you, we nigga yeah okay yeah. we say that because like you can only be somebody else's second best and that's facts uh, trust me you will be left wanting 
when other people's definitions change and you're holding to those old KPIs. KPIs. Come on. So like pick, listen man, pick pick the hill you want to die on and live by it. Yeah. All around. So even the consequence, not just the good. Even lay the tombstone there even before you, you arrive. Know what I'm saying? That's, 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 yeah, yeah. Faggy slap more You know what I'm saying? So after you fucker that tombstone, after you, you put that partition and that hill is yes, saying reserved yeah maybe you should start listening to some new music what's happening with the let's new music let's jump in with some new music man <laughs> yesterday <laughs> was new music friday heat. bro yesterday was new music friday bro yes, so sir. there's a lot of stuff coming out you know like and yo let's talk about this because we talked about dying on a hill yeah wow <laughs> you know? this took a while and, <laughs> and new music you know hey if you guys gotta send to me it's fine i'm just trying to be my authentic self b they they first dropped another first. pop smoke album bro yeah first things first r.i.p pop smoke man um, they just dropped his second, and Swesh taught me how to say this word um, properly. It's posthumous, right? Hey man, we have to hit up Google, but I've always known it was posthumous. I was actually saying posthumous. You get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, Swesh yeah. roasted me, but yeah, <laughs> Swesh dropped. I mean, thank you to Swesh. Postmoke dropped his second uh, posthumous album called Faith. Now my thing is, bro, I've never been a fan, Swesh, of, of of posthumous albums. I feel like it robs us of the authenticity. Um, mm. that the artist would give us if he was still alive, he or her was still alive. But at the same time, I get it strictly business because they're trying to feed the families. They want sure. the family to get royalties and stuff. Apparently, this this album is ass, bro. Apparently, it's terrible. <laughs> Dust. <laughs> booty. You get what I'm saying? Hey, you're killing me, man. But, but, but you told me. me this, bro. You were telling me earlier what team was the TL saying is trash. I've listened yeah, to it. Yeah, like, like I literally, did, firstly, I haven't, I'm not really a Pop Smoke fan, uh, no yeah. cap, you know, I ain't even gonna yeah. lie, be, I, sh- I don't even know he had passed on, bro, you're until, terrible, until me and you had this conversation, so R.I.P., R.I.P., man, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, did like, I can't even comment because everybody I see is just saying it's, it's just whack, so I, I won't even listen to it, yeah. like, you know, I, Pretty much. Pretty do you mess simple. with Do you mess with posthumous albums though? There I don't was like that, them, bro. There was that one Michael Jackson album that I I wanted this is to, it. yeah, that, yeah, that I I dived into because you know people be fainting listening to Michael Jackson. Listen, Come on, catching strokes, that's, bro. That, that's part of our history, man. That's the only <laughs> man that's turned white. That's black we, excellence. We ain't, we ain't even we don't. <laughs> I don't even know how to feel about this man being whatever he wanted to be, bro. But I just know him as Michael Jackson. I just know he's black excellence, yeah. Dude, literally, like, he's even separated himself from so many other things. He's just Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? Michael Jackson. So, other than that, bro, like, I wouldn't say I've listened to a lot a lot of that stuff because I think that's also quite recent. Um, and a lot of the music I listen to is, is pretty old. I used to... Same, bro. I got the same song cycling, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, I still hit the playlist that I made back, back in the day, B. Damn, I'm not even a playlist. You know? <laughs> it's crazy, bro. <laughs> you know, if you if you catch me listening to Linkin Park, I uh, just know that I'm down bad, boy. <laughs> down cataclysmic. What's your... You know? <laughs> <laughs> you listening to Linkin Park is killing me, bro. <laughs> you know, there's certain bands, like, or certain artists, like, for example, Natasha Benningfield, mm. uh, Linkin Park, uh, Robin Thicke. Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne. <laughs> I call that white excellence. That's white soul, bro. Where that like that's my guilty white pleasure, dog. You know what I mean? I could be alone in the car. We gotta put Coldplay in there, then, bro. What? We gotta we gotta throw in some cold. If, if you play Coldplay, fix you, bro. My heart <clears throat> is screaming, bro. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, man. Like, um, shout out to Pop Smoke. Uh, I'm not a fan of posthumous albums. Uh, I think you also unbothered yeah. by it. But uh, in in local news, man, give uh, me zero, man. Give me the money give, that. Give me zero. Uh, you know, Bagiti gave our uh, president. Come on, man. <laughs> Bro, why are you putting me on blast? Next thing, I can't get tenders because of you, yeah, boy. 
Ah, you always get tenders, boy. You're a, black man. Two, you, you're a black man in South Africa, bro. That's the problem. So <laughs> moving on to, to local music news, man. We've got a few people that dropped locally. Uh, do you know Teho, dog? Teho? Yeah. Give me the heat. Teho three piece. Is, Teho, Teho three piece. Is, is a local, I guess you call him a male vocalist. Um, he's worked with Casper. He's got a few hits. Like, um, there's a song called Vibe. Uh, if oh, you're yeah. a real one, you'd know it, man. But, you know, I can't sing like him. So I ain't gonna speak on it, but he dropped a little three piece. I listened to it in the morning while getting oh, ready. Oh, easy, easy. It's pretty cozy. So it's some good background music. Some local me. music that I am a fan of. You know, yeah. whenever I get somewhere and people are like, "Hey man, you sound so suburban, bro. Like, do you even listen to music from South Africa? You're a coconut. Yeah, we like, They call me that Oreo. Guy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'll just, I'll just be like, y'all know Sir Trill? Who's Sir Trill, bro? Uh, you wanna listen to a song with them Tudor? Uh, yeah, yeah, let's listen to Emlan Jenny. <laughs> Emlan Jenny. And then I put it on, and they're yeah. like, this guy can hang with us. <laughs> I've never heard that song, bro. <laughs> Serious? Yeah. Nah, bro, I'm, I'm plugging you, bro. It's, it hasn't been released yet, except for on YouTube or whatever. Yeah. That's yeah. how you can't find on Apple Music. But listen, if we ever had to take a drive, let's say, let me paint this picture, my boy. Okay. You're saying we're going to MP. Yes. You know it's lush there. You know it's delicious. You know those roads, how they bend and they wind. Yes. We're in the whip. You playing some tunes. We got this playlist going. Mm-hmm. We're looking at some scenery. Yeah. The vibes are good. We're well fed. And we know we're going to a fire Airbnb. Come on, That's man. That's the type of music I'm listening Come on, to, man. boy. And you know we got That's that work with us, bag too. What work, man? Come on, man. Come I'm on, on vacation, man. boy. On, don't even talk to me about I'm, work, I'm, I'm not going on vacation <laughs> with you alone. That's what I know for sure, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So exactly. 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 Any other co-host podcasters out there looking to... We're open to collaborations. Yeah, collaborating MP. Collaborating at this undisclosed location. But yeah, so true. Yeah. Yeah. So he's dope. Yeah, he is dope. He mm. is dope. But moving on to different artists, because yeah. when I landed here, I heard you listening to that Snow Allegra. Oh, man, listen here, man. That's Snow. And I got to come to the mic when I speak to this in case you're listening, bro. Yeah, we got to we gotta use our low voice. slow it down for, yeah. the, for the ladies. What up, ladies? Snow Allegra. <laughs> I'm, I'm here, queen. <laughs> now, nah, but on the real, man. Woo. So Snow Allegra just dropped a project called Temporary Highs and Violent Skies. That's so chakra honey, bro. Yo. Of course you'd call the album that. At first take, the album art looks a bit... She can take the chakra honey out of me, man. Yo. <laughs> Edit. <laughs> <laughs> but at the real, at first at first listen, um, or at first glance, the album art is very unlike Snow. Usually her album art is really dope and artistic and stuff. This one is just her looking peng with some Ooh. weird writing. With some like Microsoft Word word art type writing on the cover, you know. But I, I heard that it was different to what she usually does. So I played it on in the background while I clean, you know, chefed up breakfast, set up for the pod. And Oh, you clean, bro? Bruh. Come on, man. You what work you, hard, bro. Bruh. What you doing to me? You got to support black business, man. And do what? And get a sweep. Stop. I can never. <laughs> I can at my young age. That's something else, bro. Why are people hiring um Abu Andy at the young ages, bro? Guys clean and guys clean. So hey, the money money gotta circulate, bro. Was that what it is? Hey, the money gotta circulate, man. Alright, man. Alright. I ain't got like you, so you know it's different. This uh, I pay myself. Alright, easy, easy. So Continue. yeah, man. <laughs> bro, I'm speaking about the queen. Hold up. <laughs> Snow Lego's album is dope. Y'all should check it out. And in other local news, uh Swish, have you heard about Max? Yeah, you put me on to Max, bro. Like yeah. you, you've really been saying, "Swesh, you better listen to Max." Yeah, and I've been like, ah, "I've been begging, I, I, I. Yeah, and then you're like, "Swesh, you better listen to Max," and I was like, "I bet." 
And then I listened. I think it was, um, you know, when you started the Board at Home podcast. Yes, yes, and yes. And you plugged me some of her music then. And you told me everything about her. And you started showing all the different promos where she was, like, performing and stuff. I was just like, whoa, you know? Mm. She actually got it, got it, you know? It wasn't one of those situations where it was like, hey, man, listen to my music, man. I'm a SoundCloud home. Come on, man. Come on. I do, I do this for real. Have you seen? <laughs> Have you seen? <laughs> The homie uh, on the news, <laughs> on the news, he's got a microwave in one hand, TV in the other. They're like, what's, what's happening? What do you say, Switch? What do you Bro, say? I'm, I'm not even talking about that, dude. I'm talking about oh. that dude with the backpack, you know, where he's just walking around and he's like, hey, yes. what are you doing here? That's the I'm, I'm here to about. promote my music. Hey, free Zuma. He threw up gang signs. I'm yeah, like, which yeah. gang is this? <laughs> <laughs> dude and literally yeah. bro like i think when he actually had to speak seriously about what was going on he said some sensible things man mm. he really <laughs> he said some sensible things and then he went straight back to the promo i was he, like he had to a promo, focused bro. gent yeah so you know promo. on that same on that same wavelength that same brainwave i think max is your solid solid yeah, man. solid so, solid, solid, so solid, like solid. so like max like shout out to max she's family to the pod you know what i mean like yeah she, she, and she just i really want to meet her man i want to be able to experience her vocally and not for sure in person bro. and she's oh, a, yeah. and she's a big she's all about creating bro so she just dropped a, a little three piece called changing right oh and listen man if you're into goa music check out this this, this three piece bro. max is like the pen game is insane such a gifted writer and the voice backs it up because most people can't marry that balance. Either you're a dope writer or you're a dope singer, and you need the content. Where to Rihanna, no shots fired. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got some ghostwriters for the pod because we we can't be handsome and entertaining. <laughs> and that's facts. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, a lot of people see us and they're like, ah, ah watch, 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 I don't think it'll be easy that day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but shout out to Bax, bro. Uh, 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 y'all check that out changing it's on iTunes on Apple Music all streaming platforms and yeah man and Swish please talk about your boy bro. I can't speak about him anymore I'm tired of that nigga certified ghost boy come on Drake you gave us you gave us that teaser with wasting time and you're making us say wasting time like like we don't know what that means you're wasting our time I I feel like a woman right now you're wasting our time I feel like a woman I've I've had my time wasted by this this gent you know what I mean yo this is how women feel bro Bro, this guy, what? He had an ankle injury playing with KD or whatever? Brother, this guy told us last year, December. Album is coming end of December. Come on, man. I don't know what KD was doing to me. He was shaking and begging him. He was was crossing him over, Yo, boy, he was crossing him. He was shaking and begging Ricky Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. Probably had to pick his door. Yeah, what? You got me, you got me, sensitive, sensitive. Yeah, but honestly, bro, like the day that this thing drops, I want Brent to drop as well. And I'm gonna have a listening party. And I'm gonna listen, even if it's we, one man, it's gonna be a party for sure. It's it's gonna shake there. If it's it's exactly what he says it's gonna be, Mm -hmm. where certified lover boys are gonna drop some tears. You know what I'm saying? Fam. Are you getting the haircut? I'm in that bag, boy. Are you getting the hot hot pot? Nah, nah, yeah, nah. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why, right? Bro, remember 2002 World Cup? There was a man named Ronaldo. R9, boy. R9, Don't do this to and me. Then, and then he had that haircut. The half moon. Bro, yeah, the half he, moon. Had, he had that half moon yeah, haircut, yeah, yeah, yeah. bro. I thought that was going to be the most popular haircut. I had that. Period, yeah, right? Yeah. I pulled up to school. I was the only one. <laughs> <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Boiling water, boy. They roasted me. <laughs> they, they boiled you yo, and sauteed you, my they, boy. They even had the oven on preheat. You know? 
bro. What, what made it worse, dude? The teachers told me, "Hey, boy, you, you can't be doing that around here." Skedaddle, skedaddle, I want you to get right here, no more. Exactly, that's exactly what happened, bro. So ever since then, hey, I've been very wary of trying new hairstyles. I just, I just got my waves. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, just the wavy yeah. boy. Bro. Just wavy boy. Are you gonna bro. pull it off? Cause thought, he, you got the beard game too, man. You wait, you, nah, I, I could never do that, bro. You can never do. I can never put another man's album launch in my head, bro. I could never do that. A whole yeah. hard part. Imagine I put up there to the office with Yaku, and he's looking at me. I'm presenting a serious issue. A nah, serious one. I look down. They see Inkitio <laughs> on my head. A heart. Imagine the staff room. Yeah, the heart uh, top yeah. You know what I mean? Just imagine yeah, the yeah, chance, yeah. bro. Yeah. So in essence, bro, man, we need that album from Drake. It's been overdue. But I think a lot of these artists are holding back from dropping because they're waiting for the rest of outside to be open, open for oh, yeah. touring purposes. So bro. we can put the ice in our veins, hey. boy. But yeah, man, um, someone should tell Drake it's gonna be a while before we, <laughs> yeah, we are uh, we open, bro. Yeah, in South Africa. Uh, because uh, <laughs> <laughs> right now with the vaccines, they're only looking at like the uh, people uh, who. <laughs> Bro. I mean, right now the vaccine is rolling out for the people who still listen to Kwaito, you know. Yeah, 35 yeah, yeah, to 49. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's a long way before it gets to us. I feel man. the Bacardi niggas too. You get up, yeah, man. But yeah, man, that, that's all we have for new music, bro. You know? Yeah, that's we, all we, we have. Should actually make a playlist, bro. That's, yeah, maybe, maybe. And just add every week new stuff to it and ask for recommendations from the people as well, man. Yeah, hmm. that's an idea, huh? If it's whack, though. I'm gonna yeah, be vocal about it. We're gonna vet. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Mm-mm, this this yeah. don't make the this cut. don't make the cut. Yeah, we gotta trim this <laughs> and chop it too. Yeah, cause it ain't gonna be here no more. You know, it ain't gonna be here no more. Yeah, but I think that's a yeah, dude. And I think that's a solid way to uh, wrap up this episode one of the Trim and Chop podcast, yes, baby. Sir. You know what it is, baby. Where's the air horn? Mm. Bro? Yeah, we go, we gonna insert the air horn right now. Right here. Pew, pew, pew. Okay, we but played yeah, too man. much. We played but too yeah. much. You know, like I'm gonna let my man sign out because he does it best. But just so you guys know, my name has been Swesha, and I've been. Oh, hmm. Sign out, nigga. <laughs> This thing is punched, bro. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, good episode. First solid, of many. Solid, solid. All I can say is visuals pun the way. Yeah. More content pun the way. Collaborations pun the way. Mm. Guests pun the way. From us to you guys, thank you for listening so much. We appreciate and love you all. Uh, to the Board at Home gang who's been with us since day one of quarantine, we hope you're still here. We look forward to growing with y'all. So uh, from me, Ubagiti, the faithful Zulu man. Trim and, and me, Swesha. Trim and Chop Podcast, signing out. Peace.